0: Between the recording of the last episode of our podcast and this one, a horrific series of attacks took place in Paris, France, leaving at least 129 dead in its wake. It was a senseless tragedy that befell innocent, unarmed civilians going about their everyday lives. Our thoughts and prayers are with the families and citizens in mourning, and at this time we'd like to pay our respects with a moment of silence. Thank you. Without further ado, this is the Brainal Geekage Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brainal Geekage Podcast. My name is Joshua Cox. I am Brent Tisdale. And together we are the collective force of nature, Known as Brain Leakage. Yes. How are you doing tonight, Brent?
1: I am doing good. You I like am, my
0: shirt? I am good as well. Yeah, I love your <laughs> shirt. That's a great looking shirt. Uh, I want to start the podcast off a little unorthodox. Alright? Um, uh, you know, I'm not in our everyday conversation, not necessarily from the podcast, but you know that I'm not the biggest fan of McDonald's.
1: Yes, and neither am
0: I. Uh, but we were out shopping earlier today and I wanted McNuggets all day long, <laughs> <laughs> all day long. I wanted chicken McNuggets. I just wanted something cheap, really just something cheap, fast, and, uh, I'm lazy. <laughs> so I had a hankering for McNuggets. I had my mind made up. I'm going to get some nuggets and we go to the McDonald's and you Tomball. your mind
1: on your nuggets and your nuggets on your mind?
0: Yes, exactly. Okay. And uh, we went to the McDonald's in Tomball, and it's probably my first time going to the McDonald's in Tomball, just because of how rarely I go to McDonald's. Right. But uh got myself a 20-piece nugget. I got Renee a Big Mac combo, and we got in, we got out pretty quick. Right. Everything was hot and fresh, and her Big Mac was made right. Neat. It was like one of those made me it didn't necessarily turn me into a mcdonald's like fan
1: right right right.
0: but it's nice to know that there is a mcdonald's out there that gives a shit about its product
1: what what makes me happy though in general about the whole mcdonald's situation yeah is that my entire life through high school was met with what do you mean you don't like mcdonald's and then i met you and i was (laughs) like i found the perfect person to be in my band
0: Well, see, and, you know, I don't like McDonald's on the whole, but I love McNuggets, so it's kind of... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. See,
1: Uh, when I was a kid, man, I was all about McNuggets. But as an adult, I was just like... uh... (laughs) (laughs) And I never really liked the burgers.
0: So, So, I mean, it was just a really interesting thing to happen to me, personally. To go to McDonald's, order, get exactly what I ordered, and have it correct, and have it all hot and fresh, like every nugget was like piping hot and I feel like I'm doing a big plug for McDonald's right now but (laughs) I kind of am in a a weird at least that one store way yeah Yeah. like I just uh it was the first time in a long time that I had a really good McDonald's experience uh the McDonald's experience you know nine times out of ten I'll go to McDonald's and it's McDonald's it'll either be not as fresh as I would like it to be or it would be made wrong and I wouldn't care because it's McDonald's and that just became what I expected of them.
1: Right, right. So to
0: have an order that was absolutely correct and absolutely hot and fresh was really, really satisfying. So I'd like to extend a big thank you out there to the team at McDonald's, Beverly, the manager, and uh, Steve McKinney, the owner of that particular franchise. That's just, (laughs) just a little story. (laughs)
1: Anecdote time. Anecdote. Yes.
0: Oh, man, we got a lot to talk about on the podcast today, don't we?
1: Yeah, unlike last podcast.
0: Oh, my gosh, last podcast. Uh, I'd like to take this moment to apologize for the last episode of the podcast. It was a little all over the place, wasn't it? Well,
1: yeah, uh and it's not Chuck's fault because we know that he's like that. <laughs> we just accept it, but y'all don't know him very well, so y'all y'all had to put up with something y'all weren't aware of ahead of <laughs> Chuck's, time.
0: Chuck's going to listen to this now and be like, "Those motherfuckers."
1: <laughs> we love having Chuck on, on Let's Plays those because of that, though. That's that's he's a, he has good chemistry for that.
0: Oh man, but yeah, we were a little all over the place. Plus, we were a little stretched for news. We only recorded that episode like three days after already recording an episode right right and now it's a week later and of course this episode will be up on friday which is almost a week from now so this week you know this news will be old old fucking news, news by then but oh well whatever uh that being said since this comes out on friday tomorrow night uh brainal leakage
1: yeah tomorrow night
0: yeah tomorrow <laughs> night it's really saturday the 21st uh We're recording this on Sunday, the, what is it, the 15th today?
1: Uh, I think so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, tomorrow night, or, yeah, tomorrow night, Saturday night, November 21st. That's what I'm getting at. November 21st. Natsuo, downtown Houston, Brain Leakage.
1: Off Main Street.
0: Off Main Street. Brain Leakage, headlining the show. We're going to be there. Of course we are. We're the band. Yeah, uh yeah. we want you to be there. It's $5 at the door, Brent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh just bring everybody. There's some other
1: show. local bands there that pretty good bands.
0: Absolutely. Uh get those names for me. Oh, yes. Uh because we'll we'll plug them at the end of the show, and this little bit that I'm saying right now, you you'll need to cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Shut the hell up! Because it's it's not very professional that we don't know the names of the other bands. Brent, I know
1: A P Stark's in there.
0: A P Stark is definitely in there. Dude, it's so far back. Okay, there we but go. yeah, we have a we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, where do you even want to begin? Do you want to begin with Tool? I'll begin with Tool. Yeah,
1: let's begin with Tool.
0: Because that seems short and sweet. Oh,
1: there we go. Uh, photometric and D3 and JT Carswell.
0: At, at the show with us? Yes. Yes. At,
1: plus AP Stark.
0: Plus AP Stark.
1: Um, the set list order should be JT Carswell, AP Stark, D3, Photometric, and then us.
0: Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm what? I'm waiting for you to talk about Tool.
1: Oh, yes, Tool. Okay. <laughs> so Tool announced that they're going they're gonna start a tour in January, which is Yeah. Which is big news because I believe the last time they did that they actually released something.
0: That's not true. They toured last but, year.
1: But that was the continuation of the tour. That wasn't a new tour. What the hell are you They're talking starting about? a new tour. Like <laughs> They toured like straight that entire time. They had some little breaks where a perfect circle did things and Pusipher did things, but it was still technically part of the same tour. It had like all the same designs and set stage setup and everything for the, that entire freaking time. So this is like a a new thing. That they're, where they're gonna yeah. have a new stage set up. Uh, that there's this is not a fact. This is a rumor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There is a rumor that they're going to play some new material off the new recordings that they already have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's just a rumor. Don't take that face value, please. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't want you getting Rick Rolled, okay? Uh, <laughs> it, but um, yeah, they're t- they're starting fresh with the whole new stage setup and a new, a new drum designs and everything. It's it's a from scratch thing.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Uh. They better have a Houston date.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really want to see them.
0: Yeah, if they if they don't have a Houston date, I will be most upset. Although tool tickets tend to be pretty expensive,
1: dude. They were like hundred and eight the last time I was wanting to see them in Houston. It was it was not
0: cheap. The most expensive concert ticket I've ever bought was for Gorillas, and that was a hundred dollar ticket.
1: Yeah, tool tool uh, Rush was pretty expensive. I don't remember what it was. Really? Uh, yeah, James paid for it, but it was a hundred something.
0: As much as as much as they they tour, you figured you know they they'd be a little cheaper.
1: You would, well, but they also know people will pay it.
0: That's also true.
1: It's fucking rush. Yeah, people will pay for that. <laughs> it's not quite nearly as expensive as the last Paul McCartney concert that came through the world. Jesus, what? it was like eight hundred bucks a ticket. It was what? stupid. You're a liar. I, I'm, that's a I'm I'm spitballing, but it was it was it was insanely stupid. I will get it definite, <laughs> but it was at least eight hundred dollars a ticket. <laughs>
0: that reminds me because I'll probably do it to you about uh, the Paul McCartney thing that you literally just said. But um, I listen to the podcast every time we put a new episode up. I listen to it just to you know. I want to hear how it turned out. I'm fucking, you know, That's one cool. of the guys making the thing, right? Right, right. <laughs> but uh you we were talking about sports teams. Houston Be- sports teams? Yeah. And I fact-checked you. <laughs> because you said we had like a volleyball team and we totally don't.
1: No, seriously. Are you sure cuz there was like a thing.
0: <laughs> we have a we have a University of Houston volleyball team. Oh, okay. But we don't have a like National Volleyball League, okay. which is like a thing.
1: All right, <laughs> the average ticket price for Paul McCartney—that's not like you know, the top or the low. Right. Is two forty one. Ugh. And the uh, I can't seem to pull up. The that's top too
0: level. expensive. Yeah, that's that's the average price.
1: I, I I can't find where it says. How does
0: that compare to a Ringo Starr ticket?
1: Hang on, hon. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think we're entirely too topic yeah. here.
1: Uh, for this most recent tour, which was like a express tour didn't cover everybody all the bases. There were some tickets that went up to
0: 443. All the bases?
1: Yeah. Um but he has pa- in fact Cuz it's Paul McCartney. He has in fact had a he concert. Plays bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has in fact had a a concert that like had charity and stuff that had tickets that were fifteen hundred dollars.
0: Fuck all that.
1: That's Man, there's, stupid.
0: There's fifteen. Well, I'm looking at tickets right now for WrestleMania. Yeah. Which, uh, the the longer I wait on this WrestleMania thing, the more and more the dream is dying. Yeah. Because WrestleMania is going to be in Dallas. Oh. Which isn't you know too far away for me to you know take a weekend to go see right. WrestleMania. But dude. How does, how does Brent $2,500 for a ticket sound to you? Now, this isn't, this isn't a ticket that I would be
1: purchasing.
0: $2,500. Yes. Now, I'm, uh, I'm looking to be in the nosebleed section. I want to get like a $100 ticket even, right, 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 even right. the nosebleeds, $100 fucking dollars for Jeez. WrestleMania. Yeah. To watch uh, people
1: pretend to beat each other up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but for $2,500, you could be in the first eight rows and even take home your own commemorative fold-up chair.
1: <laughs> I was I was going to make that joke. That's a real thing. That's
0: sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get a commemorative WrestleMania 32 fold-up chair.
1: No ladder, though.
0: No ladder. No, no okay. No. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, man, tickets are stupid expensive, and I want to buy all of them. I want to go. I want to. I want to go to every Dude, concert and every th- wrestling event.
1: <laughs> I think season passes for like a football.
0: Oh my gosh, that's, like, that shit's crazy too.
1: Yeah, but still, though, it's 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 in that same price range for it's like a season.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, but I yeah. mean, think about football, though. I mean, how many? How many? God, I wish I watched. I'm not
1: saying that's like the best season pass tickets. I'm just, you know.
0: I mean, but look at how many, you know, games, actual games there are. Yeah, yeah. There's like, what, 13 games in a football season? I don't fucking know. I don't know. That's if you go undefeated all the way to the Super Bowl. Right, (laughs) right.
1: And that is for just the one team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck all that. That's too expensive. Too few games. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the Texans that much. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a little bit of flack for that. I do like the Texans, but not enough for season tickets. I don't know. I can't even I think just of... don't watch football enough, guys. I'm yeah. sorry.
1: He does watch it. just, just... I he watch watches it. it
0: more than I do. I watch it when the chiefs when there's a chiefs game that's mm-hmm. broadcast down here. I was born in Kansas City, go Chiefs. Uh, and I watch the Super Bowl every year. Got to watch the Super Bowl. Shit, it's an excuse to get drunk, eat, and uh, you know, Both watch a things. shitty halftime show.
1: See, I, I, I would have to say that if I were going to pay money to go see a sporting event, uh, I'd have a hard time picking.
0: You, you should come see pro wrestling with me
1: one one day. It or, might... <laughs> Let's go get the band making some money and then I'll go throw That's money true. at that kind of stuff all the time. But
0: <laughs> I get a lot of flack for being a professional wrestling fan, but it's just good old-fashioned fun.
1: You get a lot of flack for it, but I I mean I, it's not something I'll watch anymore. But when I was yeah. a kid, I was like, "Ooh, Hulk Hogan, I cared about that."
0: Yeah, well, I mean, seeing it live yeah is so much different than, you know, watching it on TV. you, you just never grew out of it. I, well, that's that's not necessarily true either. I grew out of wrestling for a long time. Because whenever I was a kid, uh, I reached that age where it was like, okay, this is fake and dumb. Why am I watching it? And I stopped watching uh, wrestling from like 2003. And then you met Mario. And then I <laughs> met Mario. Re- really? <laughs> Mario, you know, showed me that wrestling was a little bit more than that. He showed me like the the, the fucking everything about wrestling you know See, like I, I, the the performance art aspect of wrestling it is theater it's this yeah it's weird theater. bizarre I, I make fun sh- of josh for strong man theater but yeah, i make
1: fun of josh for that but that's just because it, it, he's such an easy target with it but <laughs> I, I i appreciate it it's something it's an entertainment and it and it it's kind of been there forever too
0: yeah yeah
1: and it, it's it's one of those entertainment things that even with all the crap going on it's it's maintained <laughs> it has not gone anywhere and
0: have have I told you my economic theory about professional wrestling? no okay, so people people bitch and moan about the economy right right uh oh, the economy sucks, the economy's in the shit or we had the great recession you know here in the past couple of years uh the economy's finally you know slowly on that upswing but Nevertheless, people complain about the economy. The economy kind of sucks ass. Yeah. My comfort, my security, my little security blanket is in WWF. Well, WWE now. Uh, But WWE wrestling. Because think about it, Brent. As pointless, ultimately, as pointless as professional wrestling is, uh... It's still happening. I mean, think about WrestleMania. Shit. I mean, WrestleMania is taking place in Dallas, and it's this huge stadium. It's AT&T Stadium where the Dallas Cowboys play, and there's going to be fireworks, and there's going to be celebrities, and it's just going to be this big, huge thing. And if we have the money and the resources to put into that, and people have the money and resources to sell out that stadium, to buy a ticket to that shit, the economy's fine as long as the wwe is a thing the economy will be fine
1: or at least it'll recover
0: Uh, yes yeah yeah Uh, once the wwe goes under once we have no more money to support professional wrestling then you should start stocking up on supplies
1: (laughs) Uh, just stock up on supplies early just before that and just not worry about it just worry about when you're going to use them you know check the dates but
0: <laughs> so let's uh let's move on a little bit uh it's just stick of music because
1: we got, mu- got one more music thing
0: well no i was actually going to get into that okay uh because it's it's kind of going to segue into another bit but fog hat is seeking crowdfunding for a new album brent
1: yes that's, that's what i've heard because <sighs>
0: slow ride was really good i guess
1: They did have other songs, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the only song I've ever known
0: by Foghat. Really? Do you know other Foghat?
1: I I can't name any, but I, (laughs) my dad listened to Foghat.
0: And for $300, if you contribute to the new Foghat album for $300, you can add your backing vocals to a new (laughs) updated version of Slow Ride. You send them your vocals, you record your vocals and they'll, you send it to them and they'll mix it into the track.
1: Wow. I've got an album of
0: Foghat. Hat. You have a hat album? Yes. <laughs> is it, does it have Slow Ride on it? It does not. <laughs> you have a Foghat wait, album. Wait,
1: It should have it. Let's see. Oh, it's missing. Oh, there it is. Okay, I found it.
0: So yeah, it does have I, Slow Ride It
1: on. should have one on there, but I have it from another album.
0: Oh, like so, a Best Of kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, both of these are Best Ofs. <laughs> best Of hat. <Foghat>. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> the Best Of hat and it's like 12 tracks of Slow Ride. <laughs>
1: i would i would play this track because i think i actually know this song i think they do ride 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 let it ride and um i uh i'm not sure that's what that song is but i know they do ride 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 let it ride no you know that song no i don't (laughs) if i showed it to you you'd know but i'm not gonna play it on the podcast
0: uh speaking of crowdfunding here's a little project that i've been following for i don't know a couple months I don't know. I don't remember exactly when it was announced, but when it was, I you know had a little nerdgasm, and that's the Friday the Thirteenth video game. Yes, and I'm yeah. so happy that they met their crowdfunding um, goal.
1: I watched the uh, uh, the little short demo, the,
0: the video with Adam Sessler.
1: Yeah, the little demo video they put out. Oh my gosh! And uh, it kind of it kind of looks like something I'd play. It's got that uh, um, Slenderman feel to it. Just looking at
0: yeah. It. So you have well
1: stop it slender more
0: yeah so you have this uh developing company and i can't even remember the name of the developing company oh uh, dude and no, i just looked at it too uh, i've got it right here okay. gun media okay yeah so you have the developers at gun media who have this game uh i, I want to say it was called summer camp right and uh or it was like slasher uh, volume 1 summer camp or something i don't remember I'm bad. I'm bad with my notes, all right? You're bad, uh, girl. You're bad. But then they got the blessing from Sean Cunningham to adapt it into a Friday the 13th game. Sean Cunningham being the original director of Friday the 13th. And then they have Tom Savini working on, like, kill animations. Tom Savini being the original special effects artist for Friday the 13th. Right. Then you have Kane Hodder doing motion cap for Jason... And Kane Hodder played Jason from Friday the Thirteenth, seven, eight, nine, and ten, and actually, uh, yeah, and, and the, those four movies. Uh, but arguably, the best man behind the mask, as far as that entire franchise goes. So it's like, it's like a Friday the Thirteenth fan's dream. Now let's now it's funded, please. Please don't let the game suck. (laughs) That's all I ask. That's all I want. I just want it to be good. I'm so hyped on this game already, and it's not going to come out until October of next year. Mm. But, man, I'm so happy that they met their crowdfunding goal. I'm really disappointed that I didn't, you know, have the means to uh, contribute to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, we were talking about that earlier. There's so many things right now that just, I, I wish I had the money to, like, throw down on
0: kids, man, kids. Yeah. I never, I never understood it until now. (laughs) And
1: and then there, but I mean, still though, some of these are like, Oh, our, uh, our bottom end contribution 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 is like $400 and you're like, Holy shit. Why? (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. Well, but you know, there were reasonable increments for the Friday the 13th thing. And then once they met their goal, the developers threw in another $50,000. Mm. know, they are like, uh, hey, we met our goal. Let's uh, put another 50000 into it.
1: Then you see things like, oh, that's a really cool idea. Oh, how much? What, what's the? Let's see, $20 and you get a shirt? Oh. Well, how do I actually get the product after they're $2,500? <laughs> yeah.
0: I was actually talking a while back. About how Friday the 13th, I think Friday the 13th would have been a good series to turn into a video game in the vein of, like, Alien Isolation.
1: Yeah. Because
0: Alien Isolation, oh, you know, that... I love, I love Alien Isolation so much.
1: I bet that AI would be great for that, too.
0: Yeah, so I thought if you took Friday the 13th, or Halloween, or any right. of those slasher movies, and turned it into a game like Alien Isolation... That would be awesome. Yeah. That's not the game that we're getting with Friday the 13th. I think the direction that they're going in it's, is equally awesome. It's yeah. different. Uh, you know, you have one player controlling Jason and then a bunch of players being the counselors trying to survive.
1: Right. And you can, I, I from the way they're talking, I think you can have weapons of some sort.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: so you're not totally helpless.
0: Man, uh, oh, it's just, I want it. I want it now. Can,
1: can you name all the way Jason has been defeated? Can I? Yeah. Um.
0: Okay. So. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. He took. I want to say he took like a machete or an axe in the shoulder, and was like presumed dead. Presumed dead. Presumed yeah. defeated. But then he like disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Uh, he was left hanging outside a barn, but he also escaped from that. He, like, pulled himself out of it. Friday the 13th Part 4, Tommy Jarvis uh, just fucking destroyed his face with a machete. Just, yeah you're know, just fucking murdered his ass. And Jason is dead, right? Right, right. Friday the 13th Part 5, Jason's not actually in it at all. Oh. Huh. Uh... It is fake Jason. Oh, okay. Friday the 13th, part six, they lure him out to the middle of the lake and chain him up, uh, and he sinks to the bottom of the lake. Right. Uh, Friday the 13th, part seven, they're on the pier to Crystal Lake, and the psychic girl's dad, dead dad, Ghost Dad. <laughs> Bill Cosby. <laughs> you want a hot Cosby? <laughs> he, he pops out of the lake, grabs Jason, and brings him back under. Friday the 13th, part eight, they're in the sewers of New York, and some toxic sludge pours over him and basically melts him. And then in Friday the 13th, part nine, he's like destroyed. It, Jason goes to hell was a really shitty Friday <laughs> <right laughs> the Thirteenth movie, but uh, he's like, I remember the death scene. He's like standing in this like sand, and there's like all these demons and shit around him, and he's like, Wah. and then like he gets pulled underground, basically. Right, right. Um, and then Jason X, he, uh, it's kind of ambiguous about him dying. He he's out in space. Uh, they think he's dead, but then this guy who's like in an astronaut suit, futuristic astronaut suit, he's like grabs Jason and they like fly through the atmosphere basically and they crash land. Uh, it's ambiguous about, you know, whether or not Jason made it, but there's like his mask sitting there and then there's like some kids and they're like, oh, hey, a shooting star, it landed nearby. Let's go check it out. And that's like where the movie ends. And
1: that then. That sounds in
0: smart. In Freddy versus Jason. Jason, like, kills Freddy, but Freddy, like, stabs Jason. And, you know, they both fall into Crystal Lake together. And then Jason, you know, emerges. He's like, I, I'm i alive, I'm victorious. And he's got Freddy's head. But then Freddy's head looks at the camera and winks. So it's one of those endings. Oh, yeah. And then in the Friday the 13th remake, Jason he gets like a chain wrapped around his head and then he's like pulled into gosh like a grain, like a f- piece of farm equipment that has like this spinning thing and his like head gets like like he gets strangled and fucked up and then they dump him in the lake and then he like does like the pop up thing uh, yeah. cuz you got to have that pop up at the end of every friday the 13th right right, right. and that's that's my recollection of <laughs> Dude, which every which? way that Jason's died. I hope some of uh, I I i most of it's on point at least from part four on because it's those first two with Jason part right. two and part three that that I'm a little shady yeah, the, on.
1: I don't remember which horror movie guy it was. One and one horror movie I saw that the bad guy was shoved out a barn and onto some sharp pointy things.
0: That was a uh, that was Friday the Thirteenth part five. That was fake Jason. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. That is a man, and it's it's brutal too. He just, wham! <laughs> Sharp, pointy things. Yep. And you, uh, you mentioned that. How many times was he killed with his own machete? Uh, definitely in the fourth one. Yeah, there was only one true time that Jason was killed. Uh,
1: well, how many times was he defeated with his own? Uh, temporarily, at
0: least, you know. Uh. I'd say I'd say the the one that matters is uh, part four. Okay, but I I I think maybe part two. He at least took uh, he at least took an axe or the machete to the shoulder. He took something. Right, right, right. So let's move on. Yes, yes. Because that was a long list. (laughs) That was a long list. Speaking of things that are fucking long Shia LaBeouf Uh, (laughs) Shia LaBeouf he's got a long penis that's where I was going with it no but uh, (laughs) but Shia LaBeouf decided to sit down is that why he keeps getting these movies? (laughs) he decided to sit down and watch all of his movies back to back to back from the newest to the oldest in a theater in New York it's uh, I guess he it's an art project.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: In the, in the, in the way that it's delivered. But man, it's just kind of fucking bizarre. Yeah. It's kind, of awesome. yeah it's kind of awesome. I think it's kind of awesome.
1: People could come in and sit with him and watch it. For yeah. Free. They could just
0: come and go as they pleased. Uh Like I'm in the minority here, but Everybody's so quick to jump to like you know, oh, Shia LaBeouf's crazy. Shia LaBeouf's gone insane. Well,
1: crazy's not a bad thing.
0: I I will be the 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 one person to defend Shia LaBeouf.
1: No, I I think it's kind of cool, but it's still it's one of those. It, you feel like he may have been a little conceited. So
0: he's watching all of his movies back to back to back and live streaming the whole thing. A camera on his face. His reaction to his own movies.
1: Does he ever really have any? Because every photo I've seen of the stream is just Tim... uh, I've seen...
0: uh, I don't remember who posted it up, but I saw someone posted the best uh, GIFs from... His, him watching his own right, movies. Right. And they have Shia eating a snack and he's like eating a snack. <laughs> and it's like Shia trying to stay awake. And,
1: and, uh, uh. Dude, how long was he in there?
0: Three days. Like
1: uh, three days. Jeez. <laughs> I can't... I, I If I had that many movies, I don't... Oh, uh, no. I and don't there's know. It was
0: like Shia taking a nap. Like he went to the back of the theater to, and like curled up and took a nap at one point. <laughs> Uh, I say at one point, at least, whenever I checked in on him, uh, he, he was taking a
1: nap. Every time I tried to check on him was on my phone. Yeah. And all I'd get was a still.
0: Yeah, it's not. It wasn't. It didn't work so great on the phone. I had to switch to the computer.
1: Yeah, I, I, I did never. I, it was one of those. That's kind of interesting. I don't want to say it, cause it, yeah, like you said, everybody's jumping to the hole. He's crazy, and I don't want to jump there either. But at the same time, it, it's, it's one of those. Well, that's interesting.
0: I think you know, you do it. There's stories out there <laughs> that he's hard to work with. Yeah, and I could believe that. I could honestly, I could, of course, believe that. I've I mean, heard. There's that. plenty of people that are hard to work with. Edward Norton, who I love, is notoriously hard to work with. Right, right. Uh, but full blown crazy. I, I... I I won't say that Shia LaBeouf is crazy. In fact, I think Shia LaBeouf is doing more for his career after his so-called retirement from acting, because he says he's he's done acting. Right. Uh. But I think he's done more for his career since he's stopped acting than, like, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull did for him. Yeah. Or a third Transformers movie did for him. You know, like... I'm not saying that Shia LaBeouf's the greatest actor in the world, but I do think he's a talented actor. Yeah, he's. I think talent. that you know he's a little typecast in the sense that people have this impression of him. He's kind of always been like.
1: I don't even know how to explain his character. He's been Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he's Shia. LaBeouf. It's
0: kind of like Michael Sarah. He's he's just he is Michael Sarah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Did you have you ever seen This Is the End? No. This is the end. Is a movie about the apocalypse where it's Seth Rogen and a bunch of his friends, James Franco and uh, Danny McBride, Jay Baruchel. Uh, they're all holed up in this house, uh, specifically James Franco's house in the movie, uh, because the apocalypse is happening. Right. Uh, Michael Sarah has this like windbreaker on uh, during his part in the movie, and evidently the agreement was made because he really liked his windbreaker Mm -hmm. and he wanted to wear it for the movie, but they didn't like it. Uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, the ones directing the movie. And, uh, they're like, okay, you can wear the, (laughs) you can wear the windbreaker, but you have to play a cokehead. (laughs) So he's like, he plays a total twacked out cokehead version of himself. (laughs) 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 And <laughs> it's some of the funniest shit. Now that's just a rumor. That's just you know, right, 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 right. that's just what I've heard. But that could that sounds like it would be something that's entirely true. Sounds it like it something fu- Seth Rogen would do. <laughs> it's a fucking heinous windbreaker.
1: It sounds like something Seth Rogen would say though. Or
0: hoodie. Might be a hoodie. Might be a hoodie. But in any case, I'm I'm going extremely off topic.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm going to go back here and smoke a blunt. While you're doing that, I want you to be a cokehead on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that.
0: Speaking of movies, Laser Team. Uh, yes. Rooster Teeth's little crowdfunded pet project. And I did
1: find out for sure that it is a limited release.
0: Limited release limited in release. Uh, January, right? Seven, yep, 27th. January 27th, limited release. Uh, man, if you're a fan of Rooster Teeth, they put on the... Series called Red versus Blue,
1: just a little one. A just little a little one. That just may have started. Only it all. the
0: longest running web series <laughs> Ever. Uh, in history.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. Yeah, no, th- that, that,
0: that is a fact.
1: That's a fact.
0: <laughs> but it, yeah, they have a movie, a yeah. full fledged movie coming out called Laser Team, and uh, we're finally going to be getting it in in January. Yep, yep, yep. And you know, since we're Texas local, they're Texas local. They're out of Austin. Uh, there will be a theater nearby that we will drive to to go see it. <laughs> yes,
1: and then we will come back and tell you about it how wonderful it
0: was <laughs> or how shitty it was. No, it will be wonderful it will uh, well <laughs> <laughs> you know, look I don't I love I love people you know, there are people that I love, but there's always a chance for shittiness now, because of a rooster teeth track record, yeah, yeah, I would love to believe that it's gonna be good
1: yeah, and the commercials have been pretty good, yeah.
0: Because I like Rooster Teeth, I'm a fan of their work, um, and I think that given a full-fledged movie, I think that they'll do really well with it. And they had a good budget, too. That being said, that being said, there's always a chance for something to suck. Yeah. Like Rob Zombie. I love Rob Zombie, man. I love uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. I absolutely love Devil's Rejects, but his latest movie, The Lords of Salem, is a total waste of fucking time. And I'm a Rob Zombie fan. Right. right. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's um. It, it looks like it's going to be good, though. I, I'm, it does. It and, does. Um, you know, it's got uh. They're what I consider to be some of their funniest guys in it.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, a lot of people don't give uh, um, Bernie, the. The leeway he, he should get with, you know, how funny he really is. but
0: he's just, Man, Bun- Bernie's hilarious. Yeah,
1: he's I, I, he's dry, but in a really funny way.
0: Bernie, like, so many people, as far as Red versus Blue goes, a lot of people are caboose people. Mm-hmm. I was always a church guy. Yeah. Man, church. Uh,
1: they're talking about church not being in the next season, and I'm kind of like, huh. But uh, no, I watched all the way through, and, and I see what they mean. But it, I, he'll be there, but he won't be church.
0: I just, uh, uh, I don't know. It'll once, still be Bernie's. Humor. Once, once Church left, I, I lost interest in Red versus Blue. I really did. Yeah, like he's back now. I like. Well, I mean, yeah. I get that, but yeah. it, it, like you said, it's for how long? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, well, I mean, they ended. at uh, Spoilers. I mean, it. What's been almost a year since the, the. It's almost time for them to do another season, isn't it? I have no idea. Oh, like or, I said, I haven't been
0: following it. Um, <laughs> I like the way I, it, I took my ball and I went home after church, you know.
1: When they started the new season, uh ended the last season actually, they they said that this is how I died with church and I'm like going, "No, they're not going to do that." But I like the way that they did it. And it makes me realize that yes, it's, Bernie
0: will be on the next season. Just this is kind of random, so just, since we're talking about rooster teeth, Bernie and Ashley are going on The Amazing Race. Yeah, I saw that.
1: That was just like one of those which well, I don't I don't
0: watch much TV, but right. one of the four shows that I do watch is The Amazing Race, and I'm like, oh fuck. Is that on Hulu? Uh, they do have Amazing Race on Hulu, but not current seasons. Okay. Because you gotta watch current yeah. seasons on CBS.
1: Okay, that's something I'll sit down and watch just because they're on it.
0: Yeah. Oh Uh, I mean, I'm gonna watch next season. Oh, uh, all right. Yo,
1: let's move on to the next bit of movie news, which is sad. Why is because it we mentioned a po- not a podcast go but the previous podcast that uh, the Star Wars fan that was sick that got to go see Daniel Fleetwood Daniel Fleetwood he got to go see the movie unfortunately between the time of that podcast and or the time of our last podcast and now he has actually passed away
0: yeah that's really sad man I mean hey you know he got his he got his Funnel wish he got to see that movie yes
1: i hope it doesn't suck
0: that's totally awesome man i mean gosh why'd you have to (laughs) you brought us to a down note brent
1: well but i mean it's one of those it brings us back to what we were talking about in the last podcast whenever we talked about this was it it's one of those it's a good thing for him I mean, yeah, absolutely. he got to see something he got to he got to see something that none of us got to see before anybody else got to see it.
0: I don't even think it, really that that's the part that's important. I just think that, you know, it's like he wasn't going to make it. Right. You know, yeah. he wasn't going to make it. to. But this. for him,
1: that was important.
0: For yeah, Exactly. For him, that was and, very and important. And his wife, yes. uh, you know, who, yeah. who supported him, you know, and stood by his side the whole time. And once again, our thoughts and prayers out there to the Fleetwood family.
1: It was pretty cool to, uh, the, uh, quotations, the 501st come and saw it, came and saw him dressed up in Darth Vader and his stormtroopers and stuff. I think that was... See, the, I didn't read about that. Yeah, that, I, I think that was the day he passed
0: away. Hmm. But, but yeah, yeah they mean, came
1: and visited him and said, you know, did said some Darth Vader things for him and stuff like that.
0: Daniel, wherever you are right now, may the force be with you. Yes. Uh, Let's take it to some video games real quick. All right. Because we do have some video game stuff to talk about. Specifically, some... Brent, I need a Wii U. Uh, I don't want to need a Wii U. Yeah, so far there's two things we kind of want for the Wii U. Uh, Well, between between what and what? Chompy Chomp Chomp and this. That's true. That's true. But yes, they just announced uh via the latest Nintendo Direct that Cloud from Final Fantasy 7 will be added to the Smash Brothers roster as DLC. Um
1: is he also going to be on the 3DS?
0: I would assume so. Okay. Because both of them, you know. You're right. Sh- share that shit. Uh god, I need it. I need yeah. It.
1: We need that in the new Mario Kart.
0: Uh you got you got, you know, Final Fantasy 7. It's up there. It's up there for me as one of my favorite Final Fantasies. It's everybody's favorite Final Fantasy, but it's right. Th- it's right up there with Final Fantasy IX for me. And man, Cloud. It's Cloud. It's fucking Cloud. Yeah. In Super Smash Brothers. I kind of like, can't. <laughs> can I just buy that so that I can never play as any other Smash Brothers character <laughs> ever again? <laughs> uh,
1: they they announced that uh the. I believe they announced that there's going to be Amiibo that works
0: with it. An, oh, Amiibo. God. I don't even give a shit about Amiibos, but I would buy a Cloud Amiibo. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then that's another thing. Like, it super makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense to have Cloud in Super Smash Brothers. Are they got some non-Nintendo people in it? No, they have non-Nintendo people in it, but Final Fantasy VII was never on a Nintendo console. Oh yeah, oh, yeah you're right. In any way, shape <laughs> or form. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're right. Not even like, I don't even think kingdom hearts got a release on, on a Nintendo platform. Like they had Nintendo, you know, they had dream drop Distant They had the three DS, uh, kingdom hearts game, but I don't know if cloud was even in that. I don't follow kingdom hearts. I don't know anything about kingdom hearts guys. <laughs> but you know like it's very weird to to my knowledge as far as final fantasy 7 goes cloud was never on a nintendo system right except maybe kingdom hearts but I'm,
1: I'm gonna check that real quick
0: just to see. You, you can go ahead and do that but so i, mean, I, I think like, you're right though so i mean final fantasy characters From any other game. Because, you know, they had Final Fantasy 1 through 6, which absolutely were on Nintendo consoles. And have since been remade and repackaged and resold again on more Nintendo consoles. But Final Fantasy 7, just because of its popularity, just because of Cloud's popularity, he's he's there. He's in the game now. And I need it. (laughs) I need it.
1: I know what you mean, dude. I seriously Uh, do. Like...
0: It's, it's a dream come true, Brent. And did you see the trailer for, for Cloud's introduction? nuh Uh, his his you know final smash is Omni Slash. Right. God, it's so beautiful, Brent. I need it.
1: <laughs> okay. A memory version of the Cloud continues. There was a Game Boy Advance game that he showed up on.
0: Probably Final Fantasy Tactics Advance.
1: It looks like it was a Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Which oh, is...
0: Chain of Memories. Yeah. Okay.
1: And oh, and Kingdom Hearts two.
0: Well, Kingdom Hearts two, I don't think was on a Nintendo. Wait, platform.
1: okay, no, I, I read too far. Sorry, my bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man. I need it. I don't want to need a Wii U. I I want to wait for the Wii U to drop in price before I. Yeah. It, before I buy it, and it's I still thought... too still too much for what it is. I thought when they announced the new Nintendo, they would. They haven't officially announced the new Nintendo, though. Okay. I'm just saying, that okay. shit's going to happen at E3. Yeah, okay. You know. I think
1: they'll drop the price then. Problem but yeah, one there. of us definitely needs to get a Wii U, because uh, we can do some Let's Plays. We're not making any money. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? Come take our not money?
0: Come take our not money. <laughs> oh man! Another video game news. This is really close to home, just because of how much I love the Binding of Isaac. Yeah. Man. Okay. So the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth, uh, the DLC dropped on Halloween. I want to say it was. That's or the right. day before Halloween. Yeah. Uh, yeah. October thirtieth. And since then, there's you know. Uh, if you haven't played The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth, this next segment is going to have some spoilers. If you want to avoid, you know, knowing the secrets that are unlockable and shit. But Afterbirth came with a new character. Right. It came with a new, you know, challenge mode called greed mode. It's new no achievement. It came with a new boss, came with a whole slew of achievements. Came with a new uh, you know, boss to fight in the form of Hush uh and 120 new items. It's, there's just so much shit in this DLC pa- uh, DLC pack. And there's alternate floors. There's a whole new soundtrack for it. I think, so far, the expansion or the DLC has been fucking great. Alright? Everything I've seen for it. Just, I need it. I need it to be released on Xbox One. Yeah. Because, you know, that's, that's where I get my rebirth fix. But... Here, you know, in the wake of the game being released, people have kind of wanted more. The community has wanted more. They're like, that can't be, it. there's got to be more. There's got to be something. And Edmund McMillan, the lead, uh, lead developer on the game, the lead designer on the game, uh, he's been like, oh, yeah, well, you know, you never know. It might be something, kind of like, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, hinting yeah. that there is more that there's more that hasn't been discovered. So in greed mode, there's a little donation machine that would uh, lock up at 109 coins and normally the donation machine in the game goes up to 999. Right. Uh and so people were like, what does it mean? What does it mean? Well, what it meant was like the beginning of this crazy alternate reality game. Where people are fucking... It was crazy. It was like a treasure hunt, Brent. I yeah. love treasure hunts. It, it's one of those
1: things that I wish they'd have done multi-city.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, limited resources. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're in California. They've got California to work with. Yeah. Because uh, I'd have like, gotten in the car and gone with you and done that stuff. Oh, 100%. But yeah, man, they had like flyers in town. They had numbers that you could call and puzzles to be solved and ultimately it all led up to unlocking a, a another hidden character right. another new character in the game uh which kind of looks cool it uses currency as health yeah and it starts off with triple shot which is fucking awesome <laughs> but yeah man it, it literally led to a treasure hunt these the, uh the guys that i saw from the binding of isaac reddit like outside this location and there's like loose change on the ground and they dig up this little statue of greed, the little boss guy. Right. And, uh, it was just really neat, man. More, more things need these ARG forms of, you know, advertising. Yeah. Because it's fucking
1: brilliant. <laughs> we should ARG one of our albums.
0: The whole reason this <laughs> happened, by the way, was because whenever rebirth came out, uh, they added a new character in the form of the lost and the lost was supposed to be, you know, this cryptic fucking find it out, you know, kind of puzzle. And like in game, it's such a convoluted way to figure that shit out. You have to pick up this item and die in this room to get a clue. And you got to do that like four times over wow. I think, because there's like four different clues to figure out how to unlock the lost. Well, The Lost got data mined within, like, the first two, three days of Rebirth's release. And they're like, oh, hey, there's a hidden character. This is how you unlock it. Ah. And Edmund McMillan was like, well, that fucking sucks. So he intentionally paced out this ARG, you know, so that people would find this clue or solve this puzzle. And then the game would get patched. Right. And this much more data would be in the game. And then they'd solve this puzzle or get this, you know... Clue. So he basically used the data mining. Patched, they patched the game again and yeah. add this to the game. He made he released Afterbirth technically incomplete, but patched it up as the community, you know, found the shit that they needed to find. Basically which was using really the cool. data
1: mining against them as part of the game.
0: Yeah, he 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 really wanted this to not you know be, be ruined. Yeah, by like data mining. He wanted a legit treasure hunt to find the rest of the game To find the final secrets and that was cool as fuck to me.
1: Yeah, I, I hope we at some point have like the resources to do something like that that's cool.
0: Oh, that'd be absolutely cool. Lead up to like a concert or something. <laughs> I want to do a zombie walk to a concert. That would be cool. That'd be awesome. We do a Halloween show. Yeah. We do a zombie walk to the venue. And uh, you know you know it'd be even cooler. Uh, is if we play, we found like a haunted venue. <laughs> we play Phantom of the Opera. But yeah. <laughs> we, we play at like a haunted house. That'd be kind of neat. Zombie walk to a haunted house to see a brain leakage show. And then the next day, the police come and everybody's dead. Yeah. <laughs> no not that last part it's like a horror movie (laughs) it all goes south very quickly in the middle of our set like the power goes out and then there's like a killer on the loose and the demons (laughs) the demons paranormal activity and shit
1: (laughs) that got extreme really quickly (laughs) that
0: escalated really quick yeah it did (laughs) whoa oh man I know Kung Fu. Whoa. Whoa. What else have we got? What else have we got? Uh, Well, we could talk about Prometheus. (laughs) Some more. (laughs) Some more. Because Ridley Scott can't even figure out the fucking name of this movie. Yeah. He was originally touting it as Alien Paradise Lost. And now is telling people that it's Alien Covenant yeah. I don't know how I feel about that mostly because I do not give a shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the problem is is I want Neil Blomkamp's Alien
0: 5, damn it. Not Alien Prequel 2. <sighs> Alien Prequel 2. You know what? That's that's what that's what it should be called. <laughs> you hear that, Ridley? Are you listening? Alien the prequel part 2. Or Alien: The Prequel, Volume Two, Chapter Two. One or of those. Please come see it, Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it won't be as bad as
1: the last one. Part, part Two. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you put a colon. Gotta have that colon in there.
0: Yeah, gotta have the colon. You gotta break up the you know the title from the subtitle. Yes. <laughs> God, I'm just uh, I don't. I feel like I would go into another rant about (laughs) alien. Yeah. And I think I've ranted enough about alien. I am like just sinking down into this chair further and (laughs) further as the podcast progresses.
1: Yeah. I keep Mm. moving the mic because I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. So there's all going to be these little recorded for me moving. It
0: sounds like, uh, Old school, like, news programs. This just in. Blah, 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 blah,
1: blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah,
0: blah, 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 blah. So how about that gig at Natsuo, man?
1: Dude, I'm looking forward to that like nothing else, man. That is all I've been able to really think about
0: lately. We're going to tear it up. We're going to we're gonna bring the house down. You know what
1: we need to talk about is we have a new social media person. Yeah. And... We'd like you to direct all of your social media needs towards
0: her. Well, uh, <laughs> I think it's I think it's a little early to to start doing that. Right now, she's just kind of getting her yeah yeah her yeah. toes in the water right now. Well,
1: I mean, but I mean, this isn't released until Friday anyway.
0: <laughs> that, well, that's true. But yeah, she's going to be taking care of her stuff. Hopefully. That means uh, we'll be getting a bigger outreach as far as you know our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that good shit that Brent and I are basically too lazy Retarded. to figure out. I just I I don't <laughs> oh, wait, like I Facebook. use that word I don't like Facebook.
1: I hate Facebook with a passion, <laughs> and it's mostly because it's not what it used to be. It uh, used to be a great place to get social media flowing easily. Now you really got to work hard. I mean, like more hard than you really should have to.
0: It's more effort than I care to put in. Yeah, <laughs> I would I, rather just find a person, and be like, "Hey, listen to our shit." Like, come it. to our show. Yes,
1: you will like <laughs> it. You will. You will like it. You will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a Dune reference. You don't. You,
0: just, the spice must flow. The spice must flow. It must flow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. But yeah, she she's gonna be taking care of our stuff instead of me, because I suck at it. Me. I really suck at it, and I'm, I'm inconsistent, and I don't. I I'm old, I just I'm old. <laughs> no, I'm I, me personally. I guess I guess considering I, I guess it takes me out of the running for old. I'm I've moved over to Instagram. Not yeah yeah Instagram.
0: You were Instagramming during the podcast last episode. <laughs>
1: Yes, because we had a guest and I, I forgot to, to do it beforehand.
0: I wanted to slap you.
1: I know. We need we I I should have <laughs> done it beforehand and I did I forgot. I would like to uh it's not like as big as it was, but I'd like to every once in a while maybe Periscope us doing a Periscope.
0: I haven't even gotten on that train. I don't I don't know anything about Periscope. Well, it's just it's just a streaming thing. Yeah, it's basically, you know, Twitch, but for everyday life. Yeah. <laughs> But we people do podcasts on it, too. I'm going to Periscope myself eating
1: a cheeseburger. No, I, I can't get behind it for that. But I <laughs> I get behind it for like, hey, we're going to Periscope our show tonight. Yeah. And we're going to Periscope. We, we have a special guest. And, you know, it's like somebody that, you know, we all actually want to see their face. So we're going to Periscope our podcast because it's a person.
0: Yeah, I think that might be a fun idea. Yeah. just Periscope the podcast maybe a little bit
1: yeah just every once in a while
0: <laughs> it's it's much less impressive whenever you are looking at us we're just two guys sitting on the floor
1: <laughs> uh and and that's just for now well yeah, yeah. we'll eventually have a far superior setup I, I want a news desk i want wireless mics that could be cool so I can just pin that shit to my lapel I want I like
0: I want like a late night talk show host desk <laughs> and, and a couch for you to sit on Okay Would you like the couch? Yeah,
1: yeah Okay good the
0: couch. I want the desk with the mug <laughs> And uh, the chair that I can like lean back in And talk to you like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who would you emulate as far as talk show hosts?
0: Uh, I don't know 'Cause I am kind of my own person. Yeah, yeah. You know? So as far as talk show hosts go, maybe Tom Green. Tom Green. <laughs> that is that worries me. <laughs> Does it?
1: Would you I like mean, some like, sausage?
0: Could you could you imagine me though being a fucking monologuing like Jimmy Fallon kind of guy or Jay Leno or David Letterman? Tell
1: me about your top ten, Josh.
0: like i just i couldn't do that i just want to sit down at the desk and shoot the shit with people yeah that's that's where i feel like i would shine
1: Uh, of course we can't do any of that till we have somebody else that can run audio
0: that's true and we wouldn't have the live studio audience yet yet (laughs) oh it's it's nice to dream though yeah yeah one day one day i'll have my own talk show I don't know if a live studio audience would be a good idea for us. <laughs> if if I'm a, if I'm doing a late night talk show, Brent, I need a studio audience. You
1: can't exactly call a podcast a late night talk show. It's just a talk show at whatever time you decide to watch it. Well, no, <laughs> I'm just saying if it were a late night
0: talk show. Right. Oh,
1: oh, dude, we would need a coffee table though because I'd have to have my ginormous cup of tea.
0: Yes, absolutely. There's usually coffee tables.
1: Yeah, I think usually, uh, usually I don't know, or at least oops, tables in between the two. I'm glad that mic's yeah. not on.
0: You know, you know who else has a really neat uh, talk show setup is Graham Norton. I kind of like Graham Norton's whole setup with like the roundish couch. Would
1: we be our own house band?
0: <laughs> you could, check it out. You could be the house musician. Oh, okay. Like a. Okay. Uh, Bumblefoot on, uh, what is that? Uh, Oh, it's That Metal Show. It's literally called That Metal Show. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh,
1: Or like David Letterman and and what's his name, the bald guy. I
0: don't know who that guy is.
1: But you know who I'm talking about. I do know who you're talking about. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Yeah, there you go. He plays keyboards,
0: though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you can lead lead the band and, and I will do the talking. And then you can come over, you know, Andy Richter style, and so like we're cross we're cross pollinating all these different talk shows. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Conan, a little bit of Jimmy Fallon.
1: Well, you know, you take from what you know. A
0: little bit of Kimmel, and
1: you make something new out of it.
0: We can get the Craig Ferguson thing going, and have a talking skeleton off to the side. <laughs> Do you ever watch Craig Ferguson?
1: Uh
0: uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh man, dude,
1: man, I... when I was a kid, man, I was into Carson.
0: Well, okay. He was still I mean, on
1: TV when I was a kid, too. Yeah, so.
0: but I mean, like everybody, you know, everybody knows and loves Johnny Carson.
1: Can we do the envelope gag?
0: <laughs> nah, nah <laughs> nope, can't do it. I love the
1: envelope gag.
0: That's that's all Carson. I know that's Carson.
1: Uh, Jimmy can't. Fallon's done it. Yeah, well, Jimmy.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Renee Renee loves Jimmy Fallon, and I'm just like not the hugest fan. I didn't like him on Saturday Night Live.
1: Okay, I'm not going to knock any he, talk show because, man, if any talk show says, hey, Brandon Leakage, come play, I'm going to be like, yes.
0: Well, <laughs> look, it's not that I'm knocking the show. Right, right. Uh, I was actually going to say I like Jimmy Fallon better in a talk show you know, format. I didn't yeah. like him on Saturday Night Live, though. You know, I... He see. did too much of the awkward, like, looking at the camera and the last laughing time... at his own jokes. Oh, okay. You know.
1: The last time I watched Saturday Night Live when it was on, yeah. you know, new and nobody would seen it before because it was literally live, was 94.
0: Saturday Night Live is still live.
1: No, the last time I watched it oh, okay. was 94. Okay. When it was on TV live. as I've seen some reruns since then of new stuff, but I've never sat down and gone,
0: oh, oh never, I gotta
1: watch Saturday Night Live whenever it's on. You never watched? Will Ferrell do
0: George Bush? No. Oh, man. Will Ferrell doing George Bush with uh, um, Daryl Hammond as Al Gore was some of the funniest shit See, Saturday Night Live ever put out. There's, I whenever, can't even talk anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, whenever Will Ferrell got on there, there were some bits that were just like, eh. Eh. <laughs> eh. I hear it's gotten better again, though.
0: Uh... No. 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 I'm it's not just, a fan of current Saturday Night Live.
1: See, I, uh, I remember watching, what, is it, what was it called, S S C T V, which was basically the Canadian version of Saturday Night Live, and then I watched... Um, you because, watched
0: Kids in the Hall growing up. Yeah,
1: I watched Kids in the Hall. I
0: loved Kids in the Hall. I watched I the Hall. Kids in the Hall bit uh, just, just recently, a while back, where uh, Dave Foley like quits his job he's a lawyer or something right right. quits his job and he's like i spent you know all of our savings and went into business for myself and he brings his wife out there and his wife is played by kevin mcdonald yeah you know in that particular bit and uh they go outside and in the driveway he's got a fire truck and he's like a private you know contractor fireman fireman for hire
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i'm pretty sure i have seen that because i sat down when it was on netflix and i watched all
0: of it and like he's right across the street from this guy like there's you know these fire engines roll up on his house and he's right across the street it's like his neighbor and he goes over there and he's like why couldn't you call And he's like oh man I just, by instinct, I dialed 911. I'm sorry, I forgot. Because yeah, he's got his like <laughs> yeah. house number on the back of the fire truck. Right.
1: <laughs> um, my favorite gigs were always Dave Foley gigs in general. But
0: oh, Dave Foley's the it, best. It's
1: like, chop chop. Because of this, this <laughs> axe murder. <is>, uh, <laughs> oh, well, I've got this, this <laughs> small hatchet. I know. I'd, I'm an axe murderer. That just won't do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh... Uh, dude, man, and Kev, speaking of Kevin McDonald, man, he is in everything lately just voice acting like crazy. Oh, man,
0: Kevin McDonald's a phenomenal voice actor. Uh, uh he's in He pops up uh, everywhere. Invader
1: Zim is one of the tallest and Yeah,
0: he's tallest purple.
1: Yeah, he, and he's Dude, and my daughter's just gotten into Invader Zim and I, we were talking about the voice actors cuz she's really into that. She wants to be a voice actor and yeah. and stuff like that, too. Me and, too. And yes. Oh. I, do, I do too. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're doing right now.
0: Um, <laughs> we're voice acting? It's I thought just, this was just voicing. It's it's both. We're do, we're voice we yes, are but, voicing.
1: but when you're on a podcast, you are playing yourself.
0: That's true. Okay. Uh
1: but <laughs> yeah, Kevin Kevin McDonald, man, and my favorite though is is uh Pleakley of all people
0: is basically from, the from tallest. The and stitch. Yeah, it, it's basically the tallest. Well, uh, it's the same kind of voice, but is a totally different. Well, character. it's
1: not the same kind of voice. It's the same kind of thought process went into it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like, I like the the fact that it's, it's one of those, a kid can watch this, uh, you know, Lilo and Stitch movie and be like, Oh, cool. And then they, they get a little older and say, see Invader Zim. And they're like, I know that voice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's to say if, you know, Invader Zim stands the test of time.
1: Dude, Nikki loves it. She's 13. So
0: I loved Invader Zim. I still love Invader Zim i I can't imagine invader Zim not
1: standing the test of time because it it doesn't push you into a this happened now kind of jokes that is true. It's very open to win ever yeah. kind of jokes and I like it. it the whole dystopian idea in general is one of those everybody can go oh well i get I get
0: that. I was at the mall today uh doing a bunch of shopping. And I ducked into Hot Topic to see if they had the Invader Zim comics. There should be releasing four. Or it, five. Five. Uh, uh, really? Yeah, five. Well, I know four is on shelves right now. Okay, yeah. Uh, but. I think it's Friday. They're they did. They did have the Invader Zim comics there. Uh, for those who don't know, Oni Press has begun releasing Invader Zim comics. They're supposed to be brilliant. I haven't purchased or read them yet. Uh art art look good. The art does look good. I mean it's uh gosh, I can't even remember his name. It's Alex. He's, He's a... one
1: of the original guys from the car. Co- it's stream. Aaron
0: Alexevich. Right. Uh, he's one of the, yeah, he's one of the character designers from the TV show. Right. And uh, Jonan Vasquez is doing the writing with Eric Truhart, who also, you know, work, wrote for the show. Right. It's got a lot of people involved from the show working on the comic. And it's, it's supposed to, you know, from what I've read, I read like preview stuff from it. Right. right. And it very much so, you know, translates well and i really 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 want to get my hands on some issues my problem with the reason why i didn't buy them today and i totally would have but hot topic specifically has variant covers yes they have hot topic variants for the invaders in comics and i didn't like the variant covers oh they weren't they weren't Did my they have thing. all 4 uh i was handed one in issues 1 and 2 and i saw 4 on the shelf okay. i didn't see issue three that being said issue four's hot topic variant cover looked pretty decent but yeah. I, I absolutely hate the variant cover for issue one and issue two looked all right but it's just not it's not what i wanted i'm too picky about my comic books <laughs> <now>. <laughs> i'm gonna look online see which variant suits me best and i'll pick and purchase i saw uh, like really i just want the Joan and vasquez variants yeah <laughs> I want the ones that Jonan did because Jonan, I mean, he, he created the fucking thing. Right. You know, I love his artwork. I loved Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I love I Feel Sick. I love Squee. I loved all his comics. And, you know, to see him do Invader Zim artwork, especially when, you know, he didn't. It's a cartoon series. Right. You, you create a cartoon series, but ultimately a lot of the assets are left in other people's hands. Yeah. So it's not like Jonan was sitting there fucking drawing every single episode. There right. were storyboard artists, there were character designers that were not him. So to see him doing Invader Zim artwork, it's just great. He comes up with some of the greatest shit. And one of the biggest regrets, or I guess one of the biggest disappointments, I should say, was that whenever Nickelodeon got off their ass and made DVDs for Invader Zim, um, he did artwork for volume one, yeah, uh, which was great. And then he submitted artwork for volume two that Nickelodeon rejected because it was too violent looking. Uh, but it's just such a great piece. If you ever have the time, look it up. The okay. Alternate art for yeah, I love volume the artwork two.
1: in Invaders M. That's just like.
0: And once once they shot down that cover that he did, he was like, "All right, whatever. Use stock art." And so volume two and volume three have stock art oh. and it's disappointing. So that's why I really want the Joan variant covers, but I think we've run over time just a little bit. Yeah. So uh, we're going to wrap this up guys. Don't forget Natsuo November 21st brain leakage headlining show starts at 8 PM doors open at 8, 8 PM. I don't know. Yeah. We're the whole thing starts 7. at 8 PM. Yeah. We're probably going on somewhere around midnight,
1: somewhere around midnight.
0: Yeah. So be there. It's gonna be a great show. Got a lot of great bands lined up. Try uh, and come
1: and see all of them. There's some really good guys there.
0: Yes, absolutely. And if you like what you're hearing right now on this very podcast, don't forget to share it, subscribe to it. You can get this on iTunes. You can just Google Brainal Geekage. We're on a website called PodcastChart.com now, uh, which I don't even know how that happened. Yeah, I didn't submit us. Maybe they just automatically pick that shit up from iTunes.
1: Maybe. I don't know.
0: But you can listen to us anywhere. This is going to be on our Facebook. We're going to share the shit out of it. So uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Do all that good shit. Brent. Play us out. (laughs)